lunging at the air, imagining she was punching his smug face, his smug smile, his phony sincerity, punching his bloody lights out. Eighteen months into their affair, Lorna had suddenly, unhappily, found out the truth about him, discovered that the man she was besotted with, and with whom she had been planning to spend the rest of her life, had been lying to her. Not just lying, living a total second life with her. Everything he had told her about himself was a lie. She was gutted and angry at herself. What a bloody fool she'd been. Again. She had trusted him totally, believed his endless promises that he was just waiting for the right moment to tell his wife. He'd given Lorna one excuse after another for delaying. Belinda was ill. Belinda was close to a breakdown. Belinda's father was terminally ill, and he had to support her through it until he died. Belinda's brother was in a coma following a motorcycle accident. Poor, sodding Belinda. And now Lorna found out she wasn't even called Belinda. Greg had recently come back from a holiday with Belinda in the Maldives. The doctors had told him his wife needed a break to recover her mental health. Before he went, he'd promised Lorna that he was going to leave Belinda just as soon as he could after their return. They'd even been planning a date. His escape from Belinda, her escape from her bastard of a husband, Corinne. Yeah? How stupid did Greg think she was? Until just a few days ago, Lorna had been feeling really happy and secure, believing that the soulmate she thought she had finally found in life, who had, for the past year and a half, made the nightmare of her abusive marriage just about tolerable, would rescue her from her living hell. Then, her first client today, Carrie Taberner, who she had squeezed in at the last minute, had come in looking more beautiful than ever with a glorious tan from a holiday in the Maldives. She'd shown Lorna some of her pictures of the island of Kuramathi on her phone, and there, totally by chance, was one of a couple she and her husband had met in a bar one night. A totally loved-up couple, Carrie had said. She had witted on about how nice it was to meet a couple who clearly really loved each other, when so many couples who'd been married a long time just seemed to end up bickering constantly. The man in the photograph was unmistakably Greg. Greg and Belinda, arms round each other, laughing, looking into each other's eyes. Except those weren't the names that they'd given to Kerry. They'd given quite different names. Their real names. What a bastard! What a stupid bastard! Didn't it occur to him that it might show up on Facebook or somewhere like that? Belinda. Belinda and Greg. And what hurt most of all was that she had believed him, trusted him, trusted Greg. He'd lied about his name. He wasn't bloody Greg at all, and she wasn't Belinda. Once she had his real name, it had only taken her moments on Google to find out who he really was. But now she knew, in her confused, angry state, she wasn't sure whether she was glad to know the truth or not. Her dream was shattered. Her dream of a life with this man, this two-timing love-rat bastard. Everything he had told her was a lie. Everything they had done together was just a bloody lie. 
She sat at the kitchen table of the house, the home, she had shared with Corin for the past seven years, and stared bleakly at the huge glass fish tank that took up almost an entire wall. Brightly coloured tropical fish swam or drifted through the water, some gulping bits of food from the surface. Corin was obsessed with them, knew all the breeds, gobies, darters, guppies, rainbow fish, gars and all the rest. He doted on them. Several of them had mournful expressions, reminding her of her own life. Just as they were imprisoned in this tank, which was all of the world they would ever know, she was imprisoned here, in this house in Hollingbury, on the outskirts of Brighton, with a man she despised, scared this might be all the world she would ever know. And now, that seemed even more likely. God, it had all been so different when she had met Corinne.